welcome back, nerds, to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ollie. And I'm Jess. And today we're talking about Lightyear. So, uh, one, it's nice to be back. We uh, took a bit of a break because we did. <laughs> Sometimes there's no reason. You just do it. Um, <laughs> so, going into this, I was not, just getting expectations out there, not expecting to like this movie. I mostly was going to go watch it because I wanted to go see a movie so that I could eat popcorn and be in a movie theater. Yeah, I... When I saw the trailer the very first time, I was like, really? We have, do we have to do this? <laughs> um, then again, I have never in my life been a huge Toy Story fan. Yeah. Uh, like, it's fun. I like it enough. But, like... I remember when the other Toy Story movies came out, people were, like, so excited. They cried. Like, it was a big deal. Hmm. And I was like, I, okay, I might see it if I go to someone's house and they play it. But, like, I'm not going to seek it out, yeah. you know? So, like, uh, seeing Lightyear, I was not expecting a lot. Like, the trailer looks very, like, uh, mature and... Uh, fancy, I guess. It, there's a few scenes that I was like, well, that just looks like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, I wasn't expecting a lot, even though it looked kind of fancy. Because uh, I know a lot of times, at least lately, you know, production companies like to take a movie that, or a show, or a thing in general, that has been, I don't know, loved for a very long time and remake it into a big spectacle of a movie or reboot it into a tv show and then it's like mediocre or sad or just not great yeah um but it was unexpectedly good it really was um the thing that that got me was that in none of the marketing for this movie well, at any point, that it seemed like it was made for children, which was weird. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was a, it was a Pixar Disney movie. Disney, I think. I think it's both now. I think it's both now. Disney owns everything. Disney is God. Ooh, they're uh, almost there. <laughs> they're getting there. <laughs> they're getting there. They're climbing that mountain. Uh, <laughs> uh, but the the marketing seemed like it was. Uh, avoiding making it seem like it was for kids and it obviously was it was still had a very mm-hmm. family friendly uh style and story family friendly there is a half second gay kiss so i know that I... do i want my children my future potential children to watch buzz lightyear have a friend who's a lesbian who kisses her wife you know that does really put <laughs> Put them in the mindset of like a typical two-person love relationship, which I think is pretty. That's disgusting. That's, that's pretty standard and lame. We can move on beyond that. We we can evolve beyond. When my this child too. gets married, I want them to put up uh, posters in their man cave about how much their wife annoys them, and I want. <laughs> See, we're going into different directions. You're going like you want them to be conservative. I'm saying. They should have six husbands and three wives. I want them to wives. have live, laugh, love on their wall. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> we 
we were offended for opposite reasons, I guess. And about how they like drinking wine at 9 a.m. because they have children. <laughs> oh, God. Some people just, if you don't want children, <laughs> just don't have children. But it's funny, Ollie. I know. <laughs> oh, God. We saw a woman with... It's wine o'clock. <laughs> saw a woman today with two mom life, hashtag mom life bumper stickers. Yeah. Two of them. When you become a parent, you morph. It's it's like a sad, magical girl transformation. <laughs> and when you become a parent, you morph into this thing that looks like you. But mm-hmm. it's not really. <laughs> <laughs> we have friends who have parents. They're going to be so... <laughs> yeah, they don't watch hey, this. They, they, if, even if they did, they would understand. When you become a parent, you do kind of become someone new. You take that next step. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to change a lot of stuff about yourself and about your lifestyle until your child leaves and then you can get back to doing the things <laughs> that you, you know, could do when you were independent. Mm-hmm. If your child leaves. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Lightyear. Yes, yes, yes. I... I know that this was banned in a couple countries because of a oh, the yes. split second gay kiss. I did not notice the kiss. I <laughs> missed it. Literally, I think I looked down to, at the popcorn for a moment to see because I was dropping some and then looked up and it was gone. Here's the thing. In the movie, she talks about uh, her wife or getting married and then she says she wouldn't have met her if, you know, this hadn't all happened. And at that point... I was not looking away from the screen. I wanted to see that lesbian gay kiss. I wanted to see it. I thought there was going to be more preamble. It happened so fast. All, yeah. the enti- all... it's, because, it's because in real life, you just come home and you kiss your your partner and that's that. Sure, and but... it's like some sort of, like their 40th anniversary or something. So like she comes home, kisses her partner, and then just greets her grandchild like, that's, that's a normal casual thing. There doesn't have to be any, you know, lead up to it. No, that, I agree with you. But here's the thing. They also condensed the entirety of the gay into like three minutes. <laughs> that is true. She, yeah. She, they immediately kill her. Yeah, well, spoilers. Um, she shows up. Shows up. Says, hey, I'm married. Look at my wife. A little peck on the cheek. And then see you later, Buzz, on another mission. You come back, I'm dead. <laughs> like, that's, that's that's how it went. It was very quick. It really was. In, like, ten minutes, she was there and gone. Yeah. Which, I mean, At least for the did... audience, you know, that's the same experience that Buzz Lightyear had. Yeah. At least she didn't have, like, a like a sad death. Well, a, a, like, a tragic... <laughs> There we go. A tragic death. She lived her whole fucking yeah, life. Had grandkids. It wasn't like a horrible alien yeah. death. She didn't get the usual gay death. Is what I'm <laughs> yes. It was a very sweet and heartwarming and confusing that I was about to cry. Yeah. Like, <laughs> almost cried at a Buzz Lightyear movie. Fuck I, that. I did that was, not. <laughs> that is what tells me that this was a good movie despite everything. Because I did feel emotions for mm-hmm. Buzz Lightyear. I can't get over that buzz light. I think it helped that it was Chris Evans. And not, and not Tim Allen. <laughs> I can agree. I can agree with that. Um, uh, not, nothing against Tim Allen, but... Plenty I against Tim I, Allen. I don't think I have a lot of emotions for Tim Allen. I have one emotion for Tim Allen. That's apathy. What's that? 
stupid show he used to have, like Home Improvement or something? Yeah, there's no way he isn't like a weirdo conservative, right? Like, th- I don't that's his know. brand, pretty much. I don't know. He's the builder dad. He's the builder. He's the carpenter dad with the he with the show. With the show, he had a carpenting show. So was he an actual carpenter, <laughs> or was it just for the show on HGTV? <laughs> Who knows? Uh, listen, I'm not gonna look into. See, I'm not gonna look up to see if Tim Allen's a bad person because I can just assume. Eh, who cares? But like. I'm assuming that he's his character a little bit, and that that guy is just kind of. Do you a... think Buzz Lightyear himself from the original Toy Story? Do you think he? <laughs> do you think he's conservative? <laughs> I think the original Buzz Lightyear votes Republican ninety percent of the time. Every time. Here's a real question: What does Woody Woody do? Oh, is he an independent? Or he's like a. Uh, Ron Swanson. He, he votes in the he votes independent, but he never actually votes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, he's kind of gay. Would he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, he, he just seems. I uh, by wife energy. There we go. Because Jess, there's no way that cowgirl is straight. Oh no, that's not his girlfriend. His girlfriend's uh the the Bo Peep. Oh yeah, Bo Peep. She's a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's my wife. So who's Jesse? Do they just find her? Is she like his cousin? I think she's his cousin. Yeah, I think one of those magic cousins that people have. Weird. <laughs> she's definitely gay. Oh she's yeah. She's too much. <laughs> she, unless she's you know there are there are people out there who are uh, tomboys and straight. Sure, but she sure <laughs> like unicorns. They, yeah, they exist. <laughs> In a while, you find some. Um, anyways, <laughs> so let's talk about Buzz. <laughs> let's talk about Lightyear specifically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, first of all, before we get into like the actual breakdown and review, what do you feel? What do you? How did you like the uh, uh, the framework, the framing of the of this movie being the movie that little boy blue, whatever the fuck his, that kid's name is, Andy. That Andy saw, which made him want to buy a Buzz Lightyear toy. Do you like that framing? I, I think it's cool and all, but I also think it would just been better if it was a standalone, like, this is the Buzz Lightyear universe. Yeah, because it's hard for me to imagine, like, I have, I have four nephews, right? And they're all fairly young. They're all under 13. Well, my oldest is 13, I believe. Or at least almost. <laughs> I'm a bad aunt. But. I think he's 14. No. He's almost. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. They're all, they're all young. And I can't imagine them like watching Star Wars or Star Trek or Stargate or SG-1 or something freaking space nerdy like that and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Maybe my oldest, but like. <gasps> I have a question. <laughs> Because this is in the in the Toy Story universe, because this is the movie mm-hmm. that Andy watched, it's CG style to us. Mm-hmm. Is it live action to them? It's very possible. Then that is this is definitely a kids movie. <laughs> <laughs> if it was actually live action, he didn't go see this as a seven year old. But like, I can't see him watching it and then falling in love with it because it's a good movie 
it's fun, but it's not like, I don't know, it doesn't have a lot of things that I think, uh, if, like, if I were to go see a live action space movie, I'm not gonna think my six or seven year old nephew was going to enjoy it. He might enjoy, like, the seeing the spaceship or, like, if something big and exciting happens, but, like, he's gonna be kind of bored and not really understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, like, we have talked about, or at least you have talked about, um, Buzz Lightyear Star uh, Command. Star Command. Yes. Um, it would have made much more sense if Star Command had been what Andy watched to yeah. fall in love with Buzz Lightyear. Because yeah, that's more, that's fun. And it actually, honestly, has a really good plot. And, <laughs> um, and it just is more fun, more childlike. Also, the aliens were rad. The ghost girl, the big fat red thing, not R two D two. Yeah, they were they were awesome, and he I don't know. It's just it's hard for me to imagine that uh, a little Andy boy would watch this and mm. and like it. Especially since like it seemed almost once we got once we actually watched the movie, it, it's clear that you know it, it is a movie meant for family audiences to bring their kids and all that Mm -hmm. but the moral of the story is definitely geared towards the parents it's like hey guys how about you stop everything you're doing and like calm down for a moment and let other people help you and do all you know the the stuff that a child does not understand the concept of like wanting to be in complete control of a situation like that's a thing that they intuitively just kind of do sometimes or don't do that is not like a thing that they process and consider yeah i mean i I guess that some kids would, you know, might like it because there are some weird kids out there who are, like, ahead of their age by, like, 50 years. Um, uh, but, I mean, it, it could sink in a little, the message. I suppose. I mean, I watched so many things growing up that, like, had certain, you know, morals or messaging that now I look back on it and I'm like, is that why I kind of think the way I do or whatever? Because, like, as a kid, I was fed those things. <laughs> um, the Hollywood elites making all our kids gay liberals. <laughs> Something number one. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just... It just it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't know what my next thought was going to be. <laughs> I know what my next thought is. Let's break down into our usual three categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, vibe and skill, skill and purpose. purpose. Mm-hmm. So when we say vibe, we're talking for how it made us feel, like whether we came out of it with a good energy and a, had a good time overall. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say solid eight for me. It was a movie that was just fun to watch for me. I think the the animation was nice. I think the some of the the gags were pretty funny. I actually liked Chris Evans as Buzz, even though he was kind of a prickhead. He's Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> he was a, a douchebag in Toy Story. <laughs> and he continues to be a bit of a d bag in Lightyear. Uh, but like there, there was definitely there was more depth to it. Like I, I just enjoyed the experience overall. Uh, what about you? Yeah, I had fun. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
I, I think, I think the vibe was really good. It never was like too serious, you know, Mm -hmm. they had a lot of uh, characters and bits in there that made it, you know, a comedy basically, Uh, but also not too silly that it made it actually feel like a child's thing. So like, I can see parents taking their kids and both of them enjoying it. There were children there while we were watching. Um, I, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. And mm-hmm. I like that kind of thing. I like, you know, like Steven Universe and uh, Dead End and uh, Mabel, um, Dipper, uh, Gravity Falls. <laughs> the Those kind of things where, uh, you know, you can watch with your kids and also enjoy it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes that's lacking. Um, being someone who takes care of children <laughs> yeah. is quite lacking sometimes. Um so, uh, yeah, I think uh, for vibe, I would give it, is it out of 10 we're doing? Yeah, yeah. 10. I'll give it 10. 10 uh, for vibe, I'll give it a 7.5 to 8. Uh, eight. eight. There we go. Eight socks. Eight. eight socks out of 10. Eight socks out of 10. Perfect. Uh, we're in agreement. Uh, but let's go into the more... Ever, a lot of the movies we watch, they usually get a pretty high score for the vibe. Because we like to watch movies. Why the fuck would we go watch movies if we didn't enjoy watching movies, you know? But. <laughs> I feel bad for the people who don't like watching movies. Yeah, you sad, sad folk. <laughs> <laughs> people are on their, you know, watching TV and on their phones too much. You need to go outside and get fresh air and go into the woods. and Yeah, touch the grass. Touch the grass. Hey. Hey. <laughs> I love touching grass. I bet. It's great. But I also like watching a movie. <laughs> Sometimes it's really hot outside. I, oh, my God. It's so hot. Uh, so, <laughs> skill. This is where a lot of movies tend to really fuck up. Yes. Because, you know, the writing and the acting are kind of the main <laughs> things <laughs> in a movie. So, when you have bad writing and bad actors, you don't have a good movie no matter how fun it is <laughs> yeah honestly i think they did a pretty good job with the writing uh with the way that they wrote buzz's uh character arc it was fairly believable of the, that it was this kind of up his own ass ace pilot i'm i know i'm the best at what i do kind of military guy mm-hmm. who slowly converts into a more i wish i had been more willing to you know stop and smell the roses or spend you know let my friends the people i care about be more a part of my life and help me through these things mm-hmm. uh like the, it was it was surprisingly empathetic mm-hmm. and consistent arc uh, and the, when he, you know, confronts this issue for the first time, he doesn't immediately go, ah, yes, I'm better now. He says, oh, he tries to be better, fucks that up, does the bad thing again. And then at the very end, it's like, oh, I remember <laughs> that <laughs> thing I learned for a second there. <laughs> uh, so, like, that's nice. That was, that was that was really fun, to, really good to see. And, of course, it's Chris Evans. He's actually a good actor. Considering the range from uh, not another teen movie to... <laughs> to uh captain 
Captain America. No, he also did Snowpiercer and all this other shit. Like, considering that range, he's doing a good job. Yeah. Also, Taika's in this. Yeah. Taika Watiti. He is Mo Morrison. Mm. He's one of the... Uh, sorry, my job was weird. He's one of the uh, recruits. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, people who ends up helping uh, Buzz in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, they... Like like magic, they introduce three comic relief that are just perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, and before that, they introduce another, well, the very first comic relief, which is just a little mechanical <gasps> cat named Socks. Yeah, Socks. That's why I, I said eight socks out of ten. Oh. I wasn't talking about the socks that go on your feet. I'm I was a, talking about a little guy. I'm a big dummy. You're right. <laughs> God, socks is the best. <laughs> best he's my favorite character in the he's, movie he's the reason everything's saved yeah because he figured out the formula figured he's a little formula. cat and he figured it out because he had 40 years <laughs> <laughs> and an incredible ai they get <laughs> they get a little, that little cat the best ai they had ever created yeah so tangent yet again they give buzz lightyear spoiler uh a companion yeah a, get like, over his uh trauma yeah it's a mental health yeah. A companion robot animal because he, like, disappears into space for a few years here and there. Well, he disappears for a couple minutes, but when he gets back, it, it's, it's been four years. It's because, been some time. Yeah, light speed travel and all that. But, uh, you know, that takes that's difficult to process, so they give him a support animal. But it's in, in the most sophisticated, like, AI with integrated everything he's basically r2d2 except the cat that can't bend its limbs <laughs> just <laughs> he's really cute and he's a weapon yeah he's also a weapon he has sleep darts he's he has a, a full flamethrower thing yeah he's a full torch that can cut through with steel he's so cute <laughs> <laughs> socks for the um, win anyways uh taika waititi i don't know if it's because he's um just doing a lot more lately or what he keeps popping up, at yeah. least for us. He keeps popping up. Um, like, it maybe, uh, when was the very first thing I had ever heard of him? It, it was... For me, it was that Thor movie. Thor? Yeah. I remember hearing his name in Thor. Um, and, like, talking to you about it and stuff. And then, I think the first time I had ever watched him act... Was in uh, Our Flag Means Death. Well, technically, you also watched him act in Thor. I I, I know, but like, see him in person. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, he keeps popping up though, uh, especially after uh, Our Flag Means Death, and I think that might be because he did gain some traction there because mm-hmm. that's a freaking amazing show. True. Um, but then I started watching What We Do in the Shadows. And I realized, oh, it's also partly created by Taika, and he is also in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he was in Buzz Lightyear, and he's just been like popping up in these different places that are just unexpected. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a, fun. It's a welcome surprise every time. He's good at what he does. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So overall, writing, I, I think, was phenomenal. I think they did a really good job writing. And I think Chris Evans did a great job with the acting. Taika did a good job. All supporting cast did a really good job, yeah. honestly. Uh, so I'm going to have to give it like a 9. The skill level was really good. 
I would say nine as well. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, it's a really good movie. I don't think it'd be a movie that I was like, oh, you know what I want to watch right now? Mm-hmm. Lightyear. I'm actually going to take it down a little bit to an eight. Because I think the animation was nice. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm a, the biggest fan of the art direction, honestly. No? No. I I think it was kind of... Like, they got they got everything they needed in there. But I think it was kind of generic. Like, the alien planet was just kind of a big alien planet. Living trees and bugs and shit. You yeah. Know? But, like, there was nothing... Not, like, super original. Yeah, there was nothing in it that was like, ooh, look at this cool thing. And, like, especially with animation... It seems like with animation, there should be things that you can only do in animation. Like, uh, there are some things that just aren't meant to be live action. Uh, we can see that a lot with, like, anime. When it turns into live action, it's just like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, if you are using the medium, I feel like you should take advantage of it. You do the things you can't do. Uh, I don't think they did take as, as much advantage as they could have. I still think it looked nice. Just... You know. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Like, they could have made things a little bit more dramatic or, like, prettier or even, like, even a little bit stranger. Yeah. Because they are aliens on this planet. Yeah. Also, the lack of aliens pissed me off. (laughs) Yes, but I think that was because we uh, have a soft spot for Star Command. And Star Command has aliens. Like, his whole crew. Yeah. Are aliens. Um, obviously not all of them, but g- a good amount of them are aliens. And when you think of space and a foreign planet, you think of aliens. And yeah, there was the bug alien things. Bugs. And robots. But there were no like actual sentient uh, mm. aliens. Alien life forms. There was one like suggestion of it, mm-hmm. which was from... Zed, whatever his name is. Zorg? Zorg? Zog? Zerp? Z. Zerg. Zerg! Zerg, you're right. <laughs> uh, it was from Zerg. He mentioned that he took the ship that he was on mm-hmm. from a different th- people. Like he encountered them, wrecked their shit, apparently, mm-hmm. and took their ship. Yeah. But like, never specifies who they were. Never, we don't even see them. It's just kind of like offhandedly mentioned i think it was the robots yeah but someone has to have made the robots yeah i don't know plot holes yeah, who cares? <laughs> maybe my score goes on to an eight <laughs> i'm confused now all right so that's four eights you know good going for you buzz that's better than i expected by a long shot now uh moving on to the final category purpose purpose so despite what some may believe if you make a thing if you make a story it has a meaning, a purpose, and a something behind it beyond just the text. There is always subtext. Once in a while, you can make that subtext text, and that can be fun too. But the point is, there's something there. And in this movie, it was clearly supposed to be someone learning to trust other people. Mm-hmm. To allow them to influence him and make everything he does better. But to use teamwork to allow people into his life and not be the, you know, big, tough 
person that he thinks he should be and like do everything on his own because that's the only way to do it. That's the only way to do it right without messing things up or hurting anybody else. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it did a really good job. Uh, mm-hmm. It, I like I said at the, uh, the a little while ago, the writing really showed a, a steady character development arc that made sense. I only have the only issue I have really is that like in the beginning, the entire time, yeah, he's being kind of a dipshit mm-hmm. about not letting people help him, but the people who he doesn't let help him suck. The rookie was worthless. The the recruits that he were helping him were also kind of worthless. Like they had very specific skills. Yeah, but the the problem with those the recruits that actually help him is that they were just recruits. They were just recruited (laughs) that day that the aliens attacked. Of course. So if he had you know (laughs) come upon recruits who had been training for a couple weeks or a couple months. It probably would have been a little better. Yeah, I mean, sure, that's fair. I don't know. It just felt like their their whole mission statement of like, yeah, let people help you, let them in. People have, you know, skills and abilities that will make you better mm-hmm. is important, but a little undermined by all the people in the show who are around yeah, him. Kind of dumb. Kind of worthless. Like, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, okay. So Mo Mo Morrison, Taika's character, uh, name one skill he has. He knew a lot about the engine. Okay, yeah. He remembered the basic teaching textbook. Buzz Lightyear didn't know any of that. He was, then, he's been gone for 50 years. Give the man a break. And then, okay, he is a star man, whatever they called him. He's a, he's a, he's a... Ra- star? Star? Star, star boy, star... Star ranger? Ra- ranger space... So- Space, Space Ranger. Ranger. Space Ranger. Of course. The most <laughs> the most obvious thing. Space Ranger. We've been, that's like the second time. We've just looked at each other and just been saying words until we got there. That's okay. We got there. Good teamwork. Um, <laughs> but uh, I see we learned from the movie. Um, and then the, the, you know, the main, the main... The granddaughter of his friend. <laughs> yes. She, she, uh, Izzy Hawthorne, uh, Kiki Palmer, who I only know from, uh, Disney Channel. Uh, <laughs> she did seem kind of useless. She was afraid of space and wanted to be a space ranger. But Buzz didn't think about, you know, Going to the mining facility and finding the battery that they needed to go hmm. fix the, the the ship that they had crash landed, um, and the old woman, uh, yes, old woman, uh, who the criminal old lady, <laughs> had, um, she knew about she knew about the uh, the cones that came down and trapped them because she had been trapped in one before because she was a criminal, and she also knew how to uh, build explosive. Buzz didn't know how to do that. He uh, would have just tried to punch things. You got to give her more credit than that. She knows how to make any three items explode. That's true, which <laughs> is very impressive. If she can make a paper clip, paper, and, uh, I don't know, a, a lock of hair explode, 
Well, those are three things. Those are three things. You're right. Um, very impressive. Very Which impressive. I mean, I don't know. Heat, the sun, fire. I don't know if it's an explosion. <laughs> I don't know, man. Does it require her to also use those three things and like other things? Like she can add ingredients to those three things? I don't know. The one time we actually saw her make an explosive out of any three things, one of the things was an explosive. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But what I'm saying is that. The recruits, even though they were very, very dumb, they had their talents. Did have a little bit of talent mm-hmm. that Buzz didn't have. Yeah, and Izzy, despite you know having the crippling fear of space, the one thing she's being trained to go to, was also the most talented. Like not skilled, but mm-hmm. like talent. She could learn something real quick. Like it looked like she was going to eventually be one of the best. Yeah. She just currently was a child. Scared to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, so, purpose... Excuse me. I think the parents, the adults would get it. I don't know if the kids would. I, like, I, maybe an older child. Excuse me. But, I don't know, 10 and younger, they might just be like, hey, that was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. You know? I agree. I, I'm going to give this, like, a seven. I mean, it makes sense. Especially, like, nowadays, there's, like, there is a lot of uh, focus on mental health and stuff. But, you know, the, the circle history of events is happening <laughs> with everything happening, especially today. Um, it's a bad day. <laughs> it's not a great day. Um, but... But even though there's a lot of focus on mental health and everything, the, like I said, the, the, the circle of events is coming back around and, uh, it, people, I don't know, I know myself, I like to keep things to myself unless, like, I really need to tell you something. Um, so they might... It might sink in a little bit that, like, oh, I should talk to my friends about things or, like, let my friends help me. I don't have to do this all on my own sort mm-hmm. of thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they did have, a, like we said, Socks was the MVP. He's the one that helped Buzz learn to be a better person or accept people's uh, assistance. He's the one that helped Izzy accept that, hey, space is a thing. We just got to have to do it. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, the second moral of the story, which is a little, you know, uh, harder to see, is just go to fucking therapy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I will say, I might switch my answer for writing. Okay. For skill. And I might change it to, like, it was a nine. Now it's an eight. I might make it a seven. Okay. Because... In Star Command, <laughs> I'm pretty sure his name is Zerg, is uh, his former partner in crime, mm-hmm. or partner in Space Ranger, uh, who has turned to the dark side. That whole thing, you know, Anakin and Obi. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's that sort of thing. And uh, looking back on it, it's a great love story. Um, and then... Maybe maybe they thought, hey, one lesbian kiss is <laughs> enough. 
we don't need anything else. But like, I don't know, they could have made the big the big guy at the end, instead of making it future Buzz Lightyear come back to the past, they could have made it um, more interesting. Like, they could have made it an old acquaintance, an old friend, or they could have made it the recruit in the very beginning who maybe Buzz, like, really got to and was really a jerk to or something. And so, like, he would have also had that uh, realization of, like, I was not uh, a good person to this kid, and now he's a, a villain, you yeah. know? I, 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 just, I definitely thought it was going to be the recruit. You're right. I also have to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just think I, I completely forgot about him, but when he lifted off that helmet and it was just old Buzz Lightyear, that I was, was like, oh, disappointing, yeah. I'm really underwhelmed. It was so disappointing, I did kind of forget about it. Yeah, exactly. It should have been something different there. Something a little more... Uh, tasty. So character writing was very good. Plot writing, not the best. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take it down to 7.5. Okay. Okay. <sighs> Zerg. Not, yeah, Zerg. Yeah, Zerg. 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 We made I this know. correction. In my head when I was telling you, it was Z-E-R-G. But when I saw it, it was Z-U. Zerg. 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 Um, and so I was like, we said it wrong. But no, it was right. I just had it wrong in my head. <laughs> I didn't need to say any of that. <laughs> okay, so purpose, would you give it an eight? No, no. I'm going with a uh, one of the seven. Seven? Yeah, that sounds the best I can do for that. It, it was yeah. good, but. I think I feel like it's been done. Yeah. I feel like it's been done better. Yeah. Give it a six and a half. All right, there are our there are our <laughs> scores for vibe. It is an eight and an eight for skill seven point five seven purpose seven and six point five. All right, let's tally these up and see our totals. Ultimate score across the board seven point three 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 three. Which is better, I think, than the score? It's oh, Lord, it's gone. Um, <laughs> from the, the score it was given um, by critics. That's because we're better than critics. Yeah, uh, IMDb gives it a five point two out of ten. Google users give it a forty six percent, and Rotten Tomatoes gives it a seventy six. So we're um, on the scale with Rotten Tomatoes, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, it was much better than expected, and there's a lot to love there. Uh, there might, you know, there are some hiccups. The plotting is not the greatest. They definitely could have gone with the recruit and really nailed their, you know, whole theming and everything a lot better. Okay, so I'm sorry. Yes. Of course, it's Oklahoma. Um, Oklahoma. An, a theater in Oklahoma um, has posted a warning message before the gay kiss. Because Wait, during the movie? In the middle of the movie? like before? The I'm gay not kiss? sure. I was just looking up the scores and I passed by it. If you want to learn more about it, you're going to have to look up Oklahoma and Lightyear 2022 film. Um, but they, they put a warning so that people knew, hey, cover your kids' eyes. Things get a little gay. 
Things get, in a, things get inappropriate when you see these two women touch lips for half a second. I missed it. And yet, our straight parents will make out in front of us and talk about Ugh. how they want to bump uglies later tonight and pinch each other on the butt. 7.3? Yeah, 7.3 is our score. Uh, all not all, too bad. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, you can tell us if you disagree or not in the comments below. Uh, if you do disagree, go fuck yourself. Yeah. It's a it's a fun watch. You can go see it or not. Um, would you like to plug all of the cool things you're doing? Yes, every Wednesday there's something coming out. Either Terra Magia, or sorry, Tales from Terra, which is a Terra Magia actual play. Yeah, uh, a, a game that Ali has made. It is a game I have made indeed. Uh, you can get the current beta version of it uh, on itch.io. It is a tabletop game, so don't expect you know an actual video game. Yeah, you know. You'll need you, your dice. You need your dice. Uh but on the uh on the every other other Wednesday, uh we put out a show called Heroes of Hysteria Sansi Saga, in which instead of running, I play. And who runs it? Uh David. David runs it. He's uh one of a, a pretty common face around here in the Delta Crypto Productions studio, if you will. <laughs> uh and he'll he'll be a part of a lot of more things to come coming in the future. Um Yes, we are slowly Kind of building a team. Yeah, expanding. Yeah. Uh, also, you can expect to see more campaign diaries uh, sporadically throughout the on Fridays. Uh, campaign diaries is just, hey, as we record and make more things, we're going to talk about how that felt and what we were thinking. And you can get to see a little backstage uh, thought process. Yeah. So hopefully you enjoy that as well. And a website coming soon? A website is out, actually. A okay. website is public. Um, we have some services available. Uh, everything from video editing, audio, mixing and editing, uh, some uh, uh, <laughs> what's it called? World building assistance from me and David, uh, Ida Orr, uh, as well as soon uh, to be up uh, some. Uh, maybe. Okay. Cool your jets. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we have, we have a bundle of things up in there, and uh, any projects that we do also get posted there, uh, available to you know direct source through there. But that's just about everything. Yeah, uh, if you do want us to talk about Jack and Daxter, 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 uh, let us know. Yeah, because uh, I'd be down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, that's everything. Thank you all for listening, and Bye-bye. be safe. Bye. <laughs>